You're at 6.57 a.m. Radio Caring, 24 hours a day. Well, these, um, I mean, I gave you two beautiful songs there uh, that I believe they have blessed you a lot. The first one was our a cappella style when it comes to worshipping and singing. And it's, it was by the um, one of um, our golden oldie group, uh, that's Amado Dana Asuwesili, Dengs of Apanung, followed by Standi Wempofana, Ngipe Baba. I would say the... It's more or less the same beat, not beat or what, I don't know how to describe that one, but it's got this African, um, you know, traditional, yes, traditional uh, song, if I mean, traditional gospel song, um, beat. Yeah, that's how talented and gifted we are when it comes to praising our Heavenly Father. Brody, bring us to exactly 12 minutes after 7 right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Good evening and uh, uh, welcome to it, Bagit. I don't know where you, where you might be listening us, listening to us from, but uh, thank you once again that you, you chose us. Uh, on this beautiful, beautiful uh, Thursday evening, the 6th of October, 2022. It's getting hot even outside there. I've been, I've been outside um, during this time of the day and it's a little bit hot or warm, uh, which is one of my favorite, favorite weather conditions there. Yeah. I think it is the right time for us to celebrate and party. And I don't think partying is trying to involve alcohol and all that. Uh, I think most importantly, if you have joy, you don't need some of these things um, that give people uh, happiness and uh, gladness and whatever. Once you have it in you, I think you just need to release it in in a good way. Barry. Uh, by praising the Most High, by enjoying yourself with the family, staying outdoors, and of course, be always, uh, always be on the lookout for those mosquitoes. The zing zings. It looks like Madisniana. Uh, yeah, they're very, very friendly to me. I can just hear them. Yeah, they hardly touch me. Hallelujah. mosquito anymore. Uh, glory and honor to the Almighty for that. We are now honored to have Mr. Tseho Mutiba uh, from the Global Business Roundtable and uh, we are talking about the God of all races. Mr. Mutiba, do you mail? Uh, good evening, Tate. How are you? Fine, thanks. And you? Oh, man, I'm all right. Please tell us a little bit about you. Who is Tseho Mutiba? Uh, Tseho Mutiba is a young, vibrant uh, minister of the gospel. I am married. I am also in real estate. Um, I'm part um, uh, of a ministry called Healing the Nations Ministry. I'm originally from Poloko and England, Popo, but right now I am full-time in Pretoria. So, yeah, I think in a nutshell, that's who I am. That's, uh, is it pastor or master? I think whichever Apostle. one that you're more comfortable, you know, I'm not that title cautious. Uh, even if you just say, hey, Teho, I am just more than you. Kebra Teho. Motiva on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. The God of all races. That's what yeah. we are talking about this evening. If you can take us, you know, uh, through the reason behind this um, yeah. topic. What is it that you want people to know and to learn? Wonderful. I think that they like this, this, I've always been saying this, I think even from my earlier years of being born again. In fact, uh, as you start to read the Bible, you begin to realize something that 
when in the Old Testament, the book of Exodus makes it very clear, uh, Exodus 19, like when you read verse 5 and 6, to say now, God had chosen the Israelites to be his prized possession. But remember, the choice thereof was not out of a contest. It was not that all nations were told, you know, you are all going to compete for you to be chosen as my my treasure. Uh, God in his own right, that's what he did. And every man who is under the sound of our voice or who is listening tonight and who wants to say no, but that is unfair, they would equally say that even the uh, when it comes to us choosing our spouses, our wives, then that right would be taken away from us because none of us goes out like, okay, when you see with royalties, uh, none of us goes out as a man to say, you know what, uh, women of the world, you should know that from now going forward for the coming six months, I will be looking for a, a, a suitable companion. So be at the best of your behavior. It's his right, it's his prerogative for him to choose the one that he finds compatible with self. So God chose the Israelites. And then when you begin to see the service of disappointment, and one of the things that I've been emphasizing, even in platforms, in places where I minister, is to say that uh, now, as God, the Israelites, they were as good as South Africa. And I would say, look at South Africa as a country, that now we've got nine uh, provinces. Now, these were the sons of Jacob. These were the sons of Israel, and they were 12. But in, the t- in terms of land allocation, they were given 11, because the other ones, the, the tribe of Levi, they were supposed to be the priests. So God said, you will not have any inheritance of land because you have inherited me. Now, they were behaving or... Everything else that we see South Africans doing, it is exactly what they were also doing because they were a nation. And if you do not, you do not believe, if somebody does not believe this report, look at how sometimes as a nation, they would need to fight against other nations for resources. I mean, for, for wealth, they would need to fight for land and all of this thing, exactly as we see the Moabites, the Hittites and everyone else fighting because they were a nation. What was different between them and everyone else? is that in their place, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, was their king. So in the place of President Cyril Ramaphosa, because we use the system of the president, not of the king, or let's use a, a, a king, King Muswati, to say in his place, they had God, Yahweh, who was their king. And you realize when you read the book of First Samuel chapter 8, verse 7, to say one day, the same Israelites, they turned and they said, you know what, Samuel, who was the first prophet? We also want to be like other nations, and we want to have a king. And the Bible says, Samuel was not pleased with this. Because when you read back in Exodus, there was a time where after they left Egypt, now, Moses comes and says, if you are not going with us, there was a place where God did not want to go with them anymore. He said, no, if you are not going with us, then we will stay here. Because the only thing that makes us different from the rest of the other nations is that in the place of their king, we have you as God, who is also our king. But now, in the book of Samuel now, they are saying they also want to be like other kings. And in response, God said, Samuel, give these people a king. Find for themselves, you see the first king being Saul, uh, 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 being the first king, yes. And now he says, they are not rejecting you as my messenger, as the first prophet. No, they have rejected me, which means now I need to find something to do with my time because all the responsibilities that I had upon them as their king, they have been, I have been exonerated of all those. I have been relinquished of those rights. Now, it means now they want me to be something else and 
and not to be their key. And that in the interest of time, I'm going to jump a whole lot of things and we go to the New Testament. Now, with that background to understand that now God was dealing with the Israelites as, their, as his Christ possession, not that the other nations were not there. They were also there. But they were not, they did not mean as much as Israel meant to him. But on the same, on the same line, you hear God vindicating himself in the book of Malachi chapter 1 verse 11. And he says to them, let me, let me, and he says, let me paraphrase, to say, you see, with the way the treatment that I've been receiving from you people, there is coming a time where my name shall be honored in the, in the lands of the Gentiles. Which means there is a time where now I will actually go beyond the borders of our covenant, and I will make myself available for anyone else who would be willing. And this you find in the Old Testament, in the book of Malachi. And then when you move there, you realize that when you read the book of John, chapter 3, 16 and 21. Now, the Bible says, for God so loved the world and everything and everything else. I think uh, humanity or all races, when it comes to the issue of saying, so that whosoever, God was making himself available mm-hmm to anyone who would be willing to work with him. Yeah, thank you very much uh, for bringing this one up because I realized that many people misunderstood um, that uh, concept of God being God of Israel only. And yet, uh, even in his uh, promise to Abraham, he said to Abraham, I will make you a father of all all nations. So the question is... um, what, what did he mean by, what, what does the Bible mean when it says um, that uh, Israel is his, his nation? And again, the issue of people not understanding um, the Bible, in that? Mm. Yes. Yeah. So what, what, now, now yeah. taking, taking that verse that says, I'll make you a father of all nations, and then El Ishiahore has chosen Israel only. So it really sh- shows us, Hore, sometimes we, I won't say uh, lazy, but we really don't uh, dig deep enough to understand these matters. Yes. And no, yes, it, yeah, I'm listening, yes. Mm. Yes, it, it, it's quite a pity because today, um, I mean, when you look at, let's take a country like South Africa, to say post colonialism post the upper state era. Now, with everything else being accredited to the, to the white scheme, even now God is, is also being accredited to them as if they are the ones who brought God, whereas the only thing that they brought was the knowledge and the gospel. But God was, had made himself available because by the time we were even when South Africa was going through the era of oppression, Jesus Christ had already died. Remember, he says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one can go to the Father except through me. So, now, mm. the so, that now, so we are not going to talk politics because we are not allowed to talk politics on the station, right? Yes. yes. Mm. yes. No, 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 no. I just wanted to bring it, uh, the point that I'm trying to bring is that now uh, you hear most is prevalent in black communities that now God himself, uh, you hear the very same way that they class everything else that has happened in the, in the history of South Africa. Even God is now being shifted to say he is not the God of all race, except the Bible gives us that very confidence to say now, whosoever who believes, in his son Jesus Christ, that the same has been given an opportunity to be part of God's family. Yes, are you still there? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. So mm. that, that the point that I was trying to make, mm. not necessarily to bring politics into this. So they know they say, mm. you see a pattern of thought to say now the very same way it has now also crouched in so much that now sometimes it's even difficult. Right now, if we are to be honest, a lot of us are struggling between uh, the Jewish culture, Christianity, and our own culture. Mm. And I say this, or, uh, or the or the biblical culture, the, <laughs> the biblical culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we say it's the biblical culture. And when you start to interrogate it, you also realize later that the, the Jews did not even believe in Jesus himself. Mm. Mm. So now, yeah, the biblical culture. And now, what, what I'm saying is, when you read John 3, verse 16, the fact that it says that whosoever, now it is God going outside of the borders of Israel to come into our territory to say, look, I have chosen those ones. But remember the scripture that says, he had come to his own, and his own received him not. Mm. And, and now he has made himself available through his son, Jesus Christ, so that even though we are black Africans, we can still be able to be Africans and be Christians. Mm. That we are. I was laughing with one man of God who said, um, so uh, what, what, what is your conviction about this? And I said, um, when we are in services, Sometimes that which we call sophistication is just a culture that we have copied from elsewhere. It is neither biblical, it is neither here nor there. It is just something we have observed in other people's ways of worship. And I believe that we should be at that level where we can confidently say that God is the God mm. of everyone. Yeah. And, and yeah. for those who want to understand, they need to understand what they want to Exactly, exactly. Mm. And, and we still, still still people 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 need to know these things so that they can be able to evangelize effectively. But what we see nowadays is emotionalism. When people, yeah. let's say, for instance, I mean, we have reduced the, the gospel to just, you know, being the issue of uh, who wins the arguments and who wins, um, yeah, and, and all that. Who comes with more uh, points and, and facts, and uh, which is something that a mistake that was committed by the Apostle Paul himself when he tried mm-hmm. to, he tried to convince people uh, to believe the gospel, and yet he, we we forget the importance of the Holy Spirit. But that being said, does not mean that we need to uh, ignore these things and become emotional without reading and. Um, getting more information about this gospel, where it comes from, and uh, how we need to share it with those who who have uh, different like perspectives like ours, who hold on yeah. to the fact that it is not our thing, therefore I'm not going to believe in this thing. So I, I think you have really opened our eyes with regards to how to minister to those who are saying that this gospel is not ours. Yeah, I mean, I think one other point that I would make before we go off air, when you read in the book of First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19 to 23, now Paul is saying, uh, to paraphrase it, he says, to the Rome, I become a Roman. He says, I become all, uh, I, I, so that I may win, I become all unto all, so that I can win them over into uh, a, a, a salvation. So now, 
it becomes very imperative to say there is a way that an African understands God. And if you are going to oppose that, remember what the book of Proverbs says, you cannot win, you cannot conquer a city you have offended. So Paul gets into a place of Corinth, and when he gets there, he aligns himself to their ways of life. And when he is there, he now begins to correct some of the errors, because, you know, between you and I, they are extremists who will use culture for their own personal gains, exactly as some will use religion. So now, we should step into a place where we become all unto all men, so that we can win them over, understanding their way of connecting with God and correcting where they are getting it wrong. Like some, some will say, no, uh, the only way to connect through uh, uh, God is through our ancestors, is through a pastor, is through that. Bringing that clarity. But at the end of the day, we can never conquer a city we have offended. All right. Okay. So in other words, you should be careful with regard to how we, we take the gospel to them. Thank you very much. That is exactly what I'm saying. Hmm. All right. Yes. No, you have actually opened our eyes to these issues, and that uh, hopefully uh, those who are listening will begin to dig deep and do a thorough research so that uh, they won't just argue with people and get uh, emotional and angry and all that, but it will give them uh, something to think about because I believe at some point, once the truth has been revealed, and that truth will haunt you until it 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 changes your heart. So uh, let's again stop to try to protect uh, the gospel and uh, just do what we are told to do and Amen. preach the gospel as it is. And the gospel itself will deal uh, with people. The good news will deal with people because the word is alive, right? Definitely. Mm. In closing, what else can we say to um, the listener about uh, uh, this matter? Um, I think my closing remarks would be, God has been made available to us. We bless God for the life, uh, the death and the resurrection of Christ Jesus. He has opened up, he has created a seed for those of us who were named Gentiles. And Paul says, there's neither Gentile, nor, there's no more Jews nor Gentiles. There's no more Greek. We have all become one uh, body in Christ. We have become one. So now the idea that God is for a few or a selected people is a myth of the enemy so that we can be robbed of God's grace upon humanity. Jesus Christ is the way out, is the solution, he is the payment that was missing for us to be reconciled with our God. And those who are listening, we should make it a point that we make in our Lord and our Savior by believing in our hearts, confessing with our mouth that he is Lord, that our name can be written because God is looking is not looking for a specific person, but he's looking for anyone who is willing to accept the message of salvation. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you very much, uh, Muruti. And uh, for those who would like to talk with you, how can they get hold of you? Um, we can. Um, my number, because <laughs> I couldn't do myself to be a top seven. My number is zero eight three five five triple nine five triple nine. Yes, seven one three. Seven one three. It's yes. it's zero eight three five triple nine seven one three. Yes. That demurti is homotiba. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much, Fred. Have a lovely evening.
That's uh, Mr. Tsumutiba. Uh, his number is 083 Thank you very much for bringing this one up, Baba. Uh, the fact of the matter is the truth is out there in the Bible. Uh, there are many verses that talk about um, the purpose of the Most High for salvation, I mean, for the human uh, mankind's salvation. Uh, read the book of Genesis. And he created us in his image and, and all that. And how did he abandon that mandate to be his after after the fall and just focus on uh, one nation? My narrative on this issue is that uh, Israel was chosen to be um, a priestly nation, a priestly nation, a nation of priests. Uh, that's my understanding. And of course, I've got scriptures to uh, back that one uh, with. And... Uh, you read Abraham. Abraham was to restore all the nations to our heavenly father. That means he was made a father of all nations, not one, a father of a nation, a father of all nations. And uh, how did he make that possible? By sending a, a seed. Remember, the Bible refers to the Messiah as a seed. It doesn't talk about seeds. It says, talks about a seed. In this seed is, I mean, is when all these nations are brought back into um, the blessings and the lineage of Abraham, not anything that is outside of this seed. So he brought all these nations back to Abraham so that we can be blessed through Abraham and become the, the children of Abraham too. Uh, that include the Gentiles. So I'm glad that he brought this thing up. But uh, I must say, honestly speaking, that sometimes it's just uh, a laziness on our part without trying to understand. Like right now, if you can go to your your Bible software and, and just type that word uh, and let's say maybe nations i'm just giving you an example you'll be surprised to see how many um verses you know uh, pop up that talk about those things then you can be able to maybe uh, use the principle of uh, three uh, witnesses and and what have you uh, just to show you right uh, this thing you're running one scripture is not working one verse is not working so but i uh, thank you very much Muruti, for uh, bringing that one up Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit.